Hello, and welcome to Soren with the Magic Our Way podcast. My name is Mr. Mononymous, and I'll be your chief flight attendant today. We'll begin boarding in just a few minutes, but first I'd like to acquaint you with the rest of your flight crew. First, we have your pilot and co-pilots, Kevin and Danny. These artistic buffs will launch you from New Orleans to soar over all things Disney. Your entertainment director is Ivory Comics proprietor Eli. Be sure to check your in-flight magazine for a sneak peek at his comic, Project Geisha. Nice work, pal. Soon you'll be airborne. If you or your little aviators would like to reach the flight crew at any time, be sure to check out magicourway.com, where you can find links to Facebook, Twitter, email, or send in a voicemail. And, of course, you can book your next Soarin' flight with your platinum-level earmarked travel agent, Lee Lastavica, from Magical Moments Vacations. Remember, you've got a friend in Lee. Okay, let's review. Kevin, Danny, Eli Lee, Artistic Buffs, Disney stuff. Anything else? Oh, yeah. Chombo, everyone. Rambe. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way podcast. podcast. Ah, Sante San, everyone. You are listening to the Magic Our Way podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, USA. We are artistic buffs talking dizzy stuff. Ain't nothing affected, ain't nothing fake about us. What you see is what you get. That's all I got to say about that. But my name, anyway, my <laughs> name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And we got a full house with us today, guys, in the studio. Nobody's on Skype, nobody's doing anything else. But first in the studio, we got our travel agent from Magical Moments Vacations, Mr. Lee Lastavica. How you doing, Lee? Chafalaya to you, sir. Chafalaya. <laughs> At least somebody's been down to buy you. <laughs> <laughs> and also we have a resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sir? I'm good. Glad to be here on a Tarat Tarat Thursday. What's going on with y'all? <laughs> That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, man. Tarat spreading. Tarat spreading. Tarat Tuesdays. That's when we're going to release the show. And lastly... We have a returning guest host, somebody you haven't heard in quite some time since we were in our we well, actually, not teens, less than that. We were in our infancy we stage. We were in infancy yeah. stage of yeah. this podcast, and I'm talking about uh, Field Reports, number one, two, three, and four, and probably a podcast you've seen floating around on social media, the DVC, MOW number 10, where we talk about the benefits and unbenefits of the Disney Vacation Club, and it's the one and only Mr... Aaron, how you doing, Aaron, sir? Doing good. The resident pessimist is here. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the show, man. I got to tell you, that DVC show freaking is rocking. I enjoyed that one. And if anybody hasn't heard that one, they should they should definitely look that up, especially if they're looking into that, because it tells you all the pros and cons. And even though it's, what, four or five years old, it's probably still pretty accurate. I was going to say, yeah. it's Other pretty than much. The prices, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that, that show was very much chock full of information. And I, the download numbers, I know Danny keeps telling us, it just keeps going up. And uh, it's a very informative episode. And we've had a lot of uh, listeners say that that's one of their favorite episodes that they've, they've listened to on our show. So that's going way back, number 10. So definitely, definitely check that out. But anyway, today we are talking about a trip report. Danny and Aaron both went on a trip down to Walt Disney World a few weeks back. Mm-hmm. And we're going to explore the adventures that they've had. So without further ado, guys... Enough of my jibber-jabber. Let's go make some magic. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a hub show today, and we have got a trip report for you from Aaron and Danny. A couple weeks back, they went and traveled to Walt Disney World, and they've got a lot of adventures to talk to you about, to discuss with us. And look, well, you know, you know, we're not going to talk about the attractions or maybe some of the typical things that you might have heard on other trip reports and stuff that we've heard. You know, you know, Danny likes Haunted Mansion and this, that and the other. But we're going to talk about stuff that's a little bit more unique, the stuff that you may not always hear on most typical trip reports. So, Danny, take it away. Yeah. Uh, just to kind of piggyback off of what Kevin was just saying there. Yeah. We're not going to do your typical trip report because, quite frankly, uh, there was nothing new there. Right. <laughs> there, yeah. there really was nothing new to see. There was one thing new to see, and that was the Jungle Book. The restaurant? No, 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 no. no. Night, nighttime show. Oh, the, the nighttime, nighttime show, show yeah. they were doing, which we were going to go eat at the restaurant that night to go ahead yep. and see it. 
But so many people came up to us, not just locals who we knew, but there was one point we were eating in the narcoozies and some guy just sitting at the table next to us overheard us talking about our plans the following evening and said, don't. Oh, wow. Don't, wow. don't go spend your time. It's a waste of time. Don't go see the Jungle Book. So we didn't go see the Jungle Book show over at the Animal Kingdom. Beware. Right. Wow. So basically, yeah. it was just more of a sense of, okay, let's do our Disney favorites. Yep. Experience our favorite restaurants, experience our favorite attractions, that kind of thing. And, and, and uh, if I could just interject, this, to give the listeners some perspective, this is before... Uh, Soren open. This is before the Frozen attraction open. So this is before they they traveled before a lot of the major things that you've heard, probably heard in the news in 2016 open. So uh, this is the state of the parks as they're in yeah, at that. Good moment. timing, guys. Yeah, just out of luck, huh? <laughs> yeah, who booked that <laughs> vacation? I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. Two weeks later, everything opens. You know, <laughs> when they say summer, you would think second week of June would qualify, and that maybe, hopefully, your travel agent would have the inside track. If you live in the north, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The uh, yeah, I was gonna say the whole uh, the whole point of of the trip was another family trip. I mean, this was the tenth one. Yes. Well, what was the last time y'all traveled? This is probably the last trip report we did, huh? Well, we both traveled, I want to say, not last year, but maybe the year before that. Yeah, I last can't... year we went separate. You want your mom and dad. Yeah, I remember yeah, it was separately, it yeah. Because of uh, Kelly with the all the wrestling and all that stuff. So we had to go later on, and we went Memorial Day weekend for once by ourselves. You know? mm-hmm. And uh, we still didn't get along, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we went by ourselves, and um, you know, we we had a good time. Uh, but we missed being with everybody and Absolutely. cutting up. I mean, honestly, I mean, I love my wife, but I'd rather drink with my brother-in-law and sister-in-law. <laughs> oh, and, look at that! Yeah, I mean, uh, that's love I, right there. Well, I, no, I just try to get drunk with them so I can argue better with her. <laughs> you argue <laughs> very well, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that was absolutely the last time we went on the family trip. So this is our first family trip, and this was the only time that this could have possibly been booked that would have got. And as it was, there was only certain members of the family that could be there where the overlap was exactly one day, where my father could be there at the same time that we could be mm-hmm. there at the same time they could be there. Right. Do we want to mention the family makeup of the of the trip? Do, do we want to talk about that? Well, it would have been me time? and my wife and my child. Mm-hmm, who you heard the, on the show. Yes, and then... My sister and then Aaron's my sister's husband, okay. and then their two children, Kelly and Emmy. All right, and then my mother and my father. Okay, and then my wife's father went with us. <laughs> father-in-law went. My father-in-law went. Yes, but uh, yeah, no. After ten trips, we figured, you know, let's let's look at this from a perspective of over ten years of traveling. What was the biggest things or changes that we noticed, and uh, that was kind of what I put together for tonight's show and yeah that sounds good yeah that that concept of this whole thing hey be real with it bro yeah let's get let's get into it man what's the first thing you want to pop into our heads man what what do you want to relay out to the listeners well for me now everybody danny has his his schedule was different he came in on the third of june yeah i came in on the third and you left on the 10th no i left on the 9th okay and uh, and we came in on the sixth and left on the eleventh. Mm-hmm. And my father-in-law came in even earlier and left on the he came in like seventh. the first and he was out yeah. on the seventh. So, so yeah, y'all had everyone, three different groups arriving yeah. and to yeah. Yeah. Same thing. okay and okay. and well, everybody was together one night really. Well, the one night that we all could, if this is any kind of foreshadowing, tropical mm-hmm. storm. <laughs> <laughs> We had our last dinner uh, as a family together in the midst of a tropical depression. Yeah. Oh, that's no. true. You're right. Yes. You're right. You're right. That's right. I, oh, saw wow. I was out on the beach that I day. I think I texted you. I was like, man, what's going on? You okay? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that is something I will never forget. I mean, it's awful when you think about it in retrospect, but I will never forget the sight. I mean, literally walking through Epcot and there was not a soul in there. And the wind was just beating it to hell. The rain was just really hell so yeah y'all oh, walking through the tropical storm we are oh, walking yeah. through a tropical storm oh that must have been fun oh yeah oh yeah. yeah human garbage bags i mean we were walking with those the ponchos ponchos on and you <laughs> 60 dollar ponchos yeah like you know you'd figure after like six hours in wet underwear you in mm. epcot you're you're hoping it's because you drank all day long <laughs> <laughs> lost control but it was actually because you were being rained on so much so but you know for me honestly that night i was excited and i 
you know, I had a few drinks. I didn't. I was really saying that's like hurricane party weather, <laughs> man. Yeah, you yeah. celebrate that. Generally, you party in a house, though. Not oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, no. You can start a new trend. You know, that, that right? was the start of my trip. Yeah, tequila shots in the wind and the squalls. Tequila <laughs> shots in the wind. <laughs> what? Why don't we start there? All right, we're gonna start on yeah when y'all get there. And okay. we're working work your way back. Okay, well right. then let me let me set this up by just saying that. Well, let me. Can I say one thing real yeah, quick before because we're, we're going to be concentrating. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be concentrating on the good. And one of the first things I'd like to talk about when it comes to the good is I'd, I'd like to give a little bit of uh, credit to the man sitting to my right right now that's not even paying attention to me because he's fudging around on his iPhone. But uh, Mr. he's booking Lee, a vacation, right? Yeah. That's what you're doing. You're booking a vacation. He knows I'm working. Yeah, Mr. Lee Lastavica over here. One of the best things about that trip. It was a thousand dollar gift card Lee gave you, right? No. 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 <laughs> no. I was about to say, what's going on, man? <laughs> Only the hundred and first Moeek in the book oh, him gets okay, the okay. thousand. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> Lee handled the booking here, and one of the highlights of the trip was staying at the Grand Floridian, being on that monorail line. I mean, and I'm talking about that going into it. Right. We can talk about what happened, and we will talk about what happened. Yeah, it was never that. the Grand Floridian's monorail line problems anyway. Right. So. The monorail yeah. had a lot of issues uh, while we were there, and part of it is going to start on this night because, yeah. <laughs> as we alluded to before, we're, we're sitting there having dinner in the middle of a monsoon, and then at some point in time over the course of that night, lightning hit the monorail track, and it never worked right again. Oh, no kidding. Well, the, yeah, and, and we're going to elaborate on that as we go on. I'm just going to... Like, like Tower of Terror struck kind of... Yes. Like. I was going to say like the clock tower from Back bum, to the bum, Future. Bum, bum, so bum, like like the, the following day, I went downstairs to get on the monorail to go to the Magic Kingdom right. to get coffee, and I was like, wow, I must have got up early because I've never seen the wait to the monorail this backed up to where we're in the hotel lobby. Oh, my God. Waiting to get on, and all of a sudden, I realized, wait, they're not letting anybody on, and I'm fidgeted my way up to the front, and I'm like, what happened? Monorail got struck by lightning. Now, whether that means the track or the monorail and that led into every other, mon- I don't know what it was. Wow. Yeah. But they did wow. not open those doors until close believe to it was 10. the uh, monorail's head of transportation management. <laughs> I believe he got struck by lightning. <laughs> he got struck by lightning. <laughs> no big loss. He needs to get struck by lightning. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to get into the ramifications of that. But yes, that did happen. Wow. All on that one night. But let's start about the positives of that night. So right, one of the things I can say, and one of the things that I didn't realize, and this is why I'm trying to give Lee credit here, is is that Lee booked us in the best possible building that you could have gotten. I didn't even know it. Did Lee, did you know what you were doing when you booked us? Yes, I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> what else is he gonna say? Damn right, pal. <laughs> no, but I mean that's when I when I book anyone's vacation, what I do is I go on, I look at the resort and I say, okay, you have a standard room, you have a double room, you got a mm-hmm. And then I'd say, well, what's going to be the closest to here? What's going to be the closest? What's the best view? And then I try to get that. Now, it's not always guaranteed, but I have a pretty good success rate of doing that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you cannot afford the preferred room or you cannot do it. Whatever category you're in, I try to get you the best possible room, request the best possible room in that category. In that category. Yeah. Wow, look at that. Yeah. Do you remember the name of the building? I, I don't remember the exact name of the building because I just looked for, you had, the, you had the outer building garden view. I know it's the building that... When you come out the front door of the building, um, mm. you walk and you're facing directly the party barges, the mini sp- speedboats, and the whole boat dock area. Mm. And, Just in a magnificent view of Wishes and the Magic Kingdom right, right from yeah, that spot. Yeah, yeah, right there. The name of the building was Sago K. If I'm saying it right, Sago K, Sago K, whatever you want to call it. Not only was it right there by that little boat launch area, so you could sit out there and boom, you have a view of the castle. Right. You're sitting in the area where the cafeteria is. So the cafeteria is right there for those who oh, want coffee man, or anything like that. that. Look at that. But via a walkway right next to the cafeteria, you, you walk that little short walk and you're right there in the hotel main lobby. Mm. It's the closest to everything. And plus, they have a back entrance open that leads right to the bus line. Oh, nice. I mean, I've nice. never had an experience where I've stayed at a hotel where I've had to walk so little while Tra- staying on grounds Tra- ever. Transportation-wise... It was the best building. View-wise, it was equally rivaled any of the other buildings. Yes. And access to the counter service and breakfast and whatnot, it was it was the best building there. It I mean, was. Other than, I guess, if you were over the cafeteria and had to listen to our noisy ass. 
<laughs> but and we but, did wake yeah. some people up. I'm so, sure. I mean, it, it was it was it was ideally placed. Thank you for doing so many other things too. <laughs> besides that, with well, you I mean, know, you heard all the logistics. I mean, it wasn't. An, I'm not gonna. I'm not complaining at all. But it wasn't easy to book everything because this person was coming on this day. This person was coming on that day. Mm-hmm. This right. person's leaving that day. Well, we can't do this dining because we want that person to experience this. Mm-hmm. So we'll definitely. I mean, especially considering we didn't have this thing planned out a year ago. You know, it was really like trying to put together all the little pieces yeah, of the puzzle. Yeah, we, so. we were really like All right, well, well, quit making this all yeah. about you. <laughs> <laughs> this is our trip report. That's right. Well, you're welcome. You know, I felt really great about the hotel up until yeah. the whole alligator. And I felt, I was like, well, I, I can't really sit here and say the Grand Floridian was awesome. When I'm so mad at them for having taken my child out to that beach, not knowing what the danger was therein. Right. Uh, but uh, yeah, the Grand Floridian was, uh, was nice. Awesome. Uh, one of my, my favorite moments uh, was when they just got there is, is just hanging by the pool with them, having drinks right by the um, mm-hmm. twice. Twice we did that right by the rock pool when y'all first got there. And the yeah. second time when y'all got um, and we'll get to that when y'all got stranded. Right. And, and y'all had You're to stay at the dog. resort. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. That was drinks of frustration. Um, <laughs> this is like turning into like a Jerry Bruckheimer film. That's or something. why I'm trying like, okay, maybe let's talk about the positives because this is going to go south so fast. Okay. Well, then I got to say one. I got Well, I got about two or three positives, but uh-huh. they, they'll be in the meat of the whole story. Moving away from the resort for a second here. Okay. Let's, let's get into a couple more positive things here. Animal Kingdom. We went to Animal Kingdom. That was the one park that we were able to spend all the time together as a family in. Well, you got to ride everything without a wait. Yeah. Everybody got to do what they wanted to do. We were already pretty much soaking wet. Yeah. <laughs> so the Kali River Rapids was was actually not miserable for anybody because I was the one that got soaked, me and... I'm, no, me and Kelly. I'm not sure who who I was sitting next to, but I think we got soaked the most. Yeah, well, we were all riding with ponchos on because it didn't it, help. It, so we were all able to get in one boat. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's cool. Oh, we yeah. took over a boat and we asked them if we could go twice, and they said no, <laughs> even though there was no line. But then we just walked out and just walked right back in, and then they got wise to us and they shut off the little area that you could go ahead and switch <laughs> back in on. But I mean, basically, what it was is yeah, it was a we were touring disney and it was a one day we could all be there as a family and it was a monsoon wow. and we were, that we were walking around in and it was miserable and it was rainy but i mean we were having the time of our lives and it was the greatest time to ride collie river rapids we rode it twice and we, we just that, that was to me was one of the best parts of the trip i have a negative on collie river rapids what was that for people that haven't been there in a while they used to have those center consoles where you could put your shoes. And yeah, stuff yeah, and they yeah. Took those away. Oh, uh, and I used to be the king of like basically taking off all my clothes and throwing <laughs> them in there. And now it was gone. I started taking my shoes off and everything, and I looked, and there's no place to put it. You know, so you you were basically screwed. By the way, I still took my shoes off and wrapped them in that dumb uh, that dumb tarp that we were yeah, wearing. Yeah, yeah. By the end of the night, the shoes were all wet anyway. Well, my was wet but my shoes were dry (laughs) (laughs) you know speaking of which real quick while we have eli on the show i do want to ask him this because this was a bone of contention and uh we asked somebody at the collie river rapids this question they gave us an answer and three out of the four of us thought that that person was wrong and it wouldn't have been the first time we got bad information from a disney employee oh boy or cast member but Really? Yes. <laughs> Shocking as it is. Uh, Eli. Okay. You remember when we rode the, the Collie River Rapids with my dad? Yes. Unforgettable, right? Absolutely. What happened in the course of that ride? Uh, a lot of stuff. He didn't want to get wet. So he jumped out of the seat. Yeah. He was while kept- we're about ready to go down the ramp, that gets you wet. Right? Tried yes. To, tried to do the old switcheroo. Huh? Yeah. Yes. And the guy comes on in and goes, sir, please take it back in the seat, sir. Please <laughs> yeah. And... He pulled a fish on Woo, right. pretty much. Yeah. When he unbuckled himself, were you sitting next to him? Yes, I was. And when he unbuckled it, didn't he unbuckle you? Me. Yes, he did. Okay, so it was a joint seatbelt in oh, the so sense two that people. Yeah, y'all shared yes. a seatbelt. Okay. Yeah, because I remember teasing like, hey, I don't want to die either on this trip. I remembered it being one seatbelt. Sandy remembered it being one seatbelt. Anna remembered it being one seatbelt. He said, no, when I unbuckled that seatbelt, Eli was still buckled in. No, I was not. I it's, said... It's, it's the, one seatbelt. I said the exact... We asked the cast member, 
excuse me, uh, did this used to be one seatbelt or two? And she's like, oh, it's always been two seatbelts. We haven't no. changed anything no, about the boat. No, it used to be one. And it was like the first time you noticed that Disney cast members, they must be told... If you don't know the answer, it's okay to just make something up. That's the Disney I've heard of motto. This before. That's not a good <laughs> motto. The motto is ask somebody else who knows. They sir. No, no. The, the the thing is, the it's known fact. If you don't like the answer the cast member gives you, you just ask somebody else. Yeah, because what? they're going to tell you something <laughs> totally different. But they're supposed More to on find that later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. No, I don't want to mess up. Though, Sometimes yeah. you ask the same cast member and he gives you the second answer. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Point being is the woman said that those boats hadn't changed, and we all knew that the boats had changed because, as Aaron just alluded to, there used to be a point in time where you could stick your cell phones and your shoes and anything you didn't want to get yeah, wet in the, yes. in the center console. In the center console. That's gone now. You can't do that anymore. They went through a refurb, yeah, and so I know they changed out the boats. Right. And they might have, I think they changed out those boats because of your father. So. <laughs> <laughs> Probably did. So anyway, that, that was our experience on the Collie River Rapids. And believe it or not, that, that was the positive. We yes. had fun. We had a lot of fun. It was a, it was a good bonding experience. Uh, by the time we got out of the Animal Kingdom, though, we were sufficiently soaked. Right. And uh, Aaron, well, Aaron, why don't you start off? This is where the things start to go south so you're about for to y'all drop, as well. you about to drop the anvil right here? Yes. This I'm is apparently our, the anvil. This, this, <laughs> is, this is our first day now. Yes. We drank at the pool. We went to the Animal Kingdom. The Tropical Depression hit. The rain was horrific. We went on Kali River Rapids, and that was fun. But over the course of time in the Animal Kingdom, tension started to, to run high. My daughter had a couple meltdowns. And around this time, Kelly started to feel a, uh, a tightening, a scratchiness in the throat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, was, um, he ended up with a strep throat. Oh, yes. wow. So we spent the, the following morning in the doctor's office, and um, he got the old butt shot. So <laughs> <laughs> he was thrilled. It was, uh, and then I went back the next day. I told the doctor, I was like, I've spent more time at this attraction than I have at this. <laughs> That's right, because the following day, then Aaron came down with strep throat. Yeah, right. You didn't even, no, get, to see, man. You didn't even get Doc McStuffins. Uh, oh, got- by the way, here's a tip for all you parents out there. If your kid's in the car and you have one drink and he's dying of thirst, let that little b**** die of thirst. <laughs> <laughs> because if not, he's going to give you strep throat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've learned a long time ago, never drink after my child or drink right. anything she offers me. <laughs> Mm. Like she'll come to me dad all the time. Here, daddy, here's tea. Thank you, sweetie. Oh, what's that? Tea goes over the shoulder. Mm, delicious. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, baby. Thank yes. you. So we go to the Animal Kingdom. At this point in time, now we're leaving out of there. People are soaked. People are starting to get miserable. The rain is just not let up. And we lose my wife, her father, mm-hmm. and my child. All the side, yeah, we're going to go back to the hotel. Yeah, we, we had reservations. We had reservations, yes, at Chefs de France for my dad's last night in town. Right. And we we didn't want to let that drop, you know? And even if we could, I guess we could have called Disney and said, I'm, I'm sorry, we're having a little bit of trouble getting to your restaurant. Can Through you the please, monsoon? Yes. Can you please <laughs> not charge us $10 a head mm-hmm. for canceling? Well, that, that was also one of the only things that your mom specifically requested was yes. Chefs de France. We wanted to have one last dinner as a family. And it's like, as, like I said, that was already not going to happen because three people had already dropped out. So, uh, yeah, we got there. We go have dinner at Chefs de France. Uh, do you want to take it from here, Aaron? Yeah. Um, obviously, we were still soaked. I mean, we're soaked from the rides. We're soaked from the rain. The rain actually picked up uh, on the way there. So uh, we had a lot of that, you know, karma. As soon as you get out of the bus, it starts raining. As yes. soon as you get on the boat, it stops raining. And mm. once you cross through the, the ticket counter, it storms again. And then as soon as you step into the restaurant, it's 60 degrees and now you're right. freezing. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, we uh, we had our meal. Our meal was good. Mm-hmm. I had no complaints on the meal. I didn't care but, for the meal that much. Well, it was like I mean, a stew. You remember? Like, yeah, but they I of- chose it. So it was my screw up. You know, being the way that it was written, I thought it was going to be like in a wine and butter sauce, which yes. is most, most French cuisine, and it turned out to be like a broth. Yeah, it was so, like a scallops and shrimp mm-hmm. and all those, these wonderful sounding things, and then you get it, and it's a stew. Right. I don't recommend it. Now it's time to leave. 
And okay. we're at least, we're at the park, what, about an hour after Illuminations? It, it's about 10 now. Yeah, we, oh, had, we had the, I think we had the latest reservation time. Yeah. I believe the waiter said or something. So by the time we got done eating, uh, everybody was gone. Yes. I mean, there was mm. nothing going on. Because in our infinite wisdom, we were like, well, let's book as late of a reservation as time as possible because we're going to want to spend as much time at the Animal Kingdom as we can. Well, you didn't expect a tropical storm. Exactly. (laughs) That's hard to plan for. Get at those things off a little bit. (laughs) So now we're stuck. We can't go anywhere uh, because the rain is so bad. So we go to our waiter and we say, excuse me, sir, uh, what is the best way out of here? Because we know we're going to get wet and we've got these little ponchos on that really isn't doing anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, But... Are the monorail still running? Are the buses still running? Is anything still running? Can you tell us what we can do to get home? I don't know. <laughs> he he oh, I told you, I don't know. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. A um, Disney employee told you, I yeah, don't know. I don't know. I don't know is a big no-no. I don't know. I, I, they Ooh. may be, but you know what? I think they're closed, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the appropriate answer would be, unless you're a complete idiot, mm-hmm. You're going to try to make a walk through this complete downpour mm-hmm. all the way past Spaceship Earth <laughs> to try to get on a bus or a monorail, whereas you can cross the bridge at the International Gateway mm-hmm. and hoof it to Beach Club and get in there and at least get dry and then figure out your bearings from there, which is the plan that we all But the only reason we went with that plan is because we had 10 years experience and we knew when we got the I don't know answer, we could go with our gut (laughs) and use our common sense. So that's how we ended up over there, right? Mm -hmm. And that's a little bit scary because you guys know what you're doing, but if you're a first-time visitor, which most people are, you know, because my advice is always to my clients, if you don't know something, ask Ask a a cast cast member. Always ask a cast member. they're, They're there to help. Well, to this guy's defense, right, that we asked, I mean, mm-hmm. he, he was like a busboy or a waiter, right? So maybe Disney won't cut him any slack. Maybe we shouldn't cut him any slack. But he was really like, it aggravated the crap out of me, was when we decided to go to Beach Club and we hoofed it through the rain. Mm-hmm. And you should have just took those damn uh those tarps off, those stupid old ponchos. Yeah, <laughs> it was raining so heavy, it, yeah, it didn't it's, help. It's seep I mean, your poncho. Yeah, yeah it was. It, it was sheets of rain, and yes. it was heavy, heavy, heavy tropical storm rain. So it, you, you basically couldn't even see, mm-hmm. and the water was coming off of the bridge between France and Great Britain like a like a freaking Rocky Mountain river stream <laughs> yes. that Coors was using to freaking brew beer. So and you're, you're walking only, through only about best. puddles wow. of water oh, yeah. oh, that about you, six inches deep. Right. Oh my I mean, God. Your, your shoes are soaked. Your shoes. It, it, it was easily over your your shoe soles. Or if you're at the Grand Floridian, what they would call swimming. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. Um, so when you when you when you get to the to the, the the ticket gate at the international gateway on the backside of it by the boardwalk uh, and there's two Disney police officers there, mm-hmm. you figure if anybody knows what in the hell's going on and what time this closes and what time that closes, these guys will. So we asked them and <laughs> This guy, this guy gives us all kinds of attitude and stuff. Like, and well, why didn't us, you go to the front of the park? Right. And I was like, do your god eyes work, man? <laughs> he's like, what are you talking about? So, yeah, he gave us that whole jazz. And so then we immediately came back to him and said, well, okay, go to the front of the park. Are the buses running? And he goes, well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure when they shut down. He didn't know. He didn't know so, he was I'm just like, sending you without any knowledge of. But he's what he was a cop, right? Did he have a radio? He could radio dispatch or. Plays a you Disney know. cop. I mean, he's got the blue uniform, the hat, and all the okay. two big ears on his head. <laughs> I was gonna say he, 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 he was definitely on it, right? Comedy, the cop. He was a Keystone cop. Oh, yes. So anyway, after thoroughly pissing us off and me just saying, "The hell with these." I know where I'm going. I'm going to go to the beach club. Well, hold up, man. You're forgetting one more element, at least two more elements of incompetence. Oh, boy. Oh, okay. good. And let's pile them up. Let's okay. just keep that anvil going. You remember before we departed and we ran into the, the rent-a-cop, 
I was like, you know what? I got a great idea. Let's call the Grand Floridian and let's ask them if the buses or the monorail are still running. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. And I was on hold. Like, I asked the woman a question. I was on hold for five minutes, 10 minutes. Well, you mm, know why that was. 15 minutes. Mm. What? Because they had to make a call to the waiter in a rent <laughs> to find out what in the hell was going on. That's why. That makes sense. <laughs> 15 minutes later, I'm still on the phone. We're huddled up. The rain hasn't slacked up. I'm like... I don't think they're coming back on the phone. I think they got blown away. (laughs) (laughs) They got washed away. So then I go back to the guy. I'm like, dude, all right. I'm sorry. I couldn't get a hold of anybody. It's like, you know what? Now you say that I think the buses are running. He thinks thinks the buses are running. He took a a hypothesis. Right. To be proven. Which is why then we took the, we we said, okay, what's quicker to get to the buses? Because we don't know about the monorail. Can't get a straight answer on that, which is why we made we decided we're at France. Let's go to the International Gateway, go to the Yacht and Beach Club, and catch the buses there to go back to the Magic Kingdom. Wow! Because the Magic Kingdom was open until eleven that night, whereas Epcot closed at nine. So we figured that at, at minimum, and if it was Aaron's idea, it was, it was a smart idea. Is that if you can at least get to Magic Kingdom, right? You know they, you can get anywhere from Magic Kingdom. Exactly. If you right. get to the Yacht and Beach Club, maybe the buses aren't running to Epcot, so you don't go to the front of Epcot. But if they're running at the Yacht and Beach Club for Magic Kingdom, that gets us to Magic Kingdom, which gets us on the monorail, which gets us back home. Unless so, it's after midnight. Unless it's after midnight, which <laughs> monorails are like gremlins <laughs> after midnight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Leave them alone. Wow, put water is, on them. This is like the Lord of the Rings pilgrimage of Disney trips. Oh, and we're oh, only yeah. on the first day, by the wow. way. So, yeah, and, I, and again, I'm just in my mind thinking like, man, what if... Like I feel, I would feel bad if this was like a new person. Like, with what I do is I give them specific instructions: take the monorail from here to here. If you're going here, take the bus. If you're going here, take the boat. If you're going here, maybe they're better take a cab. Whatever. Yeah. Well, but that's per- perfect case scenario. This is not perfect case scenario. Then what happens? Well, you know, at this point in time, my dad's on Uber trying to get us an Uber fare mm-hmm. because we didn't know legit if we could escape Epcot. Yeah. I mean, it really was. <laughs> escape from Epcot. It really escape was. from Epcot, yeah. <laughs> it was really that bad. And, um, Call Snake Plissken. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we, he finally got onto Uber, and Uber pretty much told him, due to the high demand in your area because of the freaking bad weather. Right. Your Uber fare will be doubled. We can't yeah. tell you how much it will be, Due to, but do you want to take it? Oh, yeah. wow. Due to the fact that Uber is like the stock market, <laughs> demand says the price will be doubled at this time. When the rain stops, we will resume normal pricing. <laughs> exactly. So then we run into the, as Aaron was, the rent-a-cops at the, inter, at the, at the main, uh, what do you call it? I'm sorry. International Gateway. At the International Gateway. Yeah. We run into them. Eesh. They give us all kinds of attitudes, like we're the most idiotic people in the world because we thought going the back way to Yacht and Beach Club would be quicker than going all the way to the front of the park in the middle of a monsoon, which right. I still maintain. And you guys have been there many yes. times. What would be quicker, getting from Chefs de France to the Yacht and Beach Club or getting from Chefs de France to the front of the park? Oh, Yacht and Beach Club. Exactly. Right. Yeah, easy. Right. This guy talked to us like we were just morons. Hey, like, you talking okay, about- you want to come this way? I guess go ahead, but... Yeah, well, the joke's on him because we saw him being washed away <laughs> in the river of water later that evening. And just a billy club hanging out the water. <laughs> All he had was his ears to hold on to. Oh, man. <laughs> so we wow. get to the Yacht and Beach Club. We're able to take a bus to the Magic Kingdom. No, or, we, no, no, no. We, 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 we took try, a bus we, to we downtown Disney. We tried to get Magic Kingdom. We waited and waited. And, and the first bus that came was Disney Springs. So we just said... Well, we know we can get a bus from there, so let's just jump on it just so we have a bus. Mm-hmm. Just so you're out of the rain. Yes. Yeah, and also we didn't know how much longer the buses would continue running, you mm-hmm. know, so we just said, well, let's just grab this one. So we did that, and it took us about probably 45 minutes from start to finish to get back. Yes. But uh, I mean, we started the day at the crack of dawn, and we didn't get back to the Grand Floridian until like midnight. That and, uh, but can I tell you, the, when we got back to the Grand Floridian, stop raining. Oh, perfect. Oh, oh, perfect. And drinking 
resume. <laughs> <laughs> At least for me and Danny. And the festivities resume. Yeah, y'all deserve that one, yeah. though. Seriously. Yes. And yeah. so that was our first night together. Wow, first time out, huh? Sounds like a whole trip. That yeah. was, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a whole adventure. Right? That was an adventure. Paradise. But, I mean, and, and we can cover it later on, too, because, I mean, we'll get into it again, but, I mean, really, one of the things that you really noticed this time, and you just heard three examples of it, but it happened again. The employees have no clue about crucial things that people need to know. Well, basic yeah. things. <laughs> I mean, we, just, we need to get Cockroll Jr. on the line yeah. and say, hey, but man, I mean, what's up? Yeah, if you're going to make it that complicated Call to, his get daddy. From, to get yeah. from point A to point B, then you should have people that are versed in how to get from point A to point Especially B. Especially in a natural right. disaster situation such it, as that. Exactly. Can we take the best route that we don't drown in, please? <laughs> and not only do they make it that complicated, but they are giving you like... The guy at Chester France was fine. He was... He was quite, you know, content in his like he wasn't rude, but he was quite content in like I don't know is an acceptable answer. Yeah. The guy at the International Gateway looked at us like we were just morons. And the same thing happened on our last night there. And I know I'm skipping ahead and we'll go back in a minute, but I, I figure we can tell this story fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. And I'll, you know what? I'll let you tell the story, Aaron. When we're <laughs> leaving out, they decide to have on our last night together as a family they yeah. decided to have extra magic hours at the magic kingdom oh perfect so instead of closing at 11 magic kingdom is going to close at 12 all right right it was closing yes. at one i'm sorry close at one right you're right so instead of closing at 11 it was closing at one so we go and that was a night incidentally where i ran into uh mr sullivan and his family wonderful people just uh oh wow that was one of the highlights of the trip is being able to go ahead and meet them this family was great yeah so you met them and then you saw the chief and kylo rob well i saw the chief before that and i saw kylo rob before that oh okay okay yeah we can get all that later but what ended up happening on the last night there where we were together as a family was they having this extra magic hours my wife and my daughter decide and my mother are like we're Disneyed out. I'm sorry. I know it's the last night. I know there's extra magic hours. We can't take anymore. We're going back. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to hang around. Aaron and Sandy and Kelly and Emmy were all hanging around. So we all met up and we're all hanging around. And we stayed up until about 12 o'clock. Y'all started heading to the exit. Yeah, we pretty much late night ride horse. And um, we, we were going to go till one. Mm-hmm. But uh, with Kelly, with Kelly uh, and myself, just having the, the uh, yeah, yeah the nice mm-hmm. penicillin injections and 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 nice limps going with it uh mm-hmm. you know we said well maybe we should go get some sleep we're we're pushing ourselves too hard so yeah we we copped out a little bit after midnight mm-hmm. so we go to to leave and they're leaving and i say you know what i i'll 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 catch up with y'all i wanted to stop in because there was a shirt i wanted to get yeah, on Main Street. Oh, uh, on Main Street. The store uh, was the open this time. The store was open. I wanted to stop in and get that. So I go running in there. They go out. And it wasn't like no more than five to ten minutes after they left. I get a text that pretty much says, guess what? They shut down the monorails. The only way back to the hotel <gasps> oh, is via a boat. Actually. Wow. Actually, all right, I'll, you take it from yeah, me. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you the actual lowdown because I actually have the text here right in front of me. But... Mm-hmm. What they did was they had, now tell me if this makes sense, especially for anybody that's new that's listening to this, mm-hmm. this is important information. They had uh, magic hours to 1 a.m. However, if you're in the Grand Floridian, the Contemporary, or the Polynesian, and you're on the monorail track, you have only one method of travel. Well, you have two if you have legs. Um, <laughs> back to your hotel at night. So um, anyway, as we... Danny went in to get his shirt. We continued on, and as we hit the exits, the two policemen that were standing at the uh, opening where everybody exits, we happened to notice that there was no line at the monorail, but there was a monorail up there. So that led me to ask one of these nice gentlemen, what's the deal? What's going on with the monorail, you know? And (laughs) here's another Disney policemen, <laughs> the Einsteins of the world, looking down on all lesser individuals or academics. He says, no, the monorails shut down at midnight, and which you need to know this if you go there, because I didn't know this, and I went there 12, 11 times. But I said, 
really? And he said, yeah, really? As the monorail passes right over our heads, and my son looks at him and he goes, evidently not. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that, was, that was pretty good. I was very proud of him for that. And I laughed right in that cop's face <laughs> as I marched my ass off to johnny rambo's great sandpan escape from the magic kingdom because all that was provided was the you know 15 people p-rog with the outboard motor that was gonna haul five thousand of us to the poly and the grand floridian together and i mean look i was begging i mean if i could have found a flotation device i'd have grabbed the rope and said tow my <laughs> it was a 30 plus minute wait yes and i got there early uh-huh. wow. i mean if you want to talk about the ultimate screw job danny I, got that and i felt sorry for you no I, I, but you're, you're right but you know i what? did wave to you, yeah, you did. <laughs> no, that's i'm nice. going home <laughs> but i gotta tell you that is ridiculous to not have there the should have been uh, it, it, well when we get to my when we get to my disastrous vacation yes there's four key topics and one of them is signage <sighs> and we're not going to beat a dead horse so i don't want to talk about the alligator incident but that was a key issue with that yes and there's way more issues at disney when it comes to signage mm-hmm. and you know even even that night as you walked in just something that tells you that i mean you would think some place that used to have their seemed like they used to have their shit together mm-hmm. is completely falling apart at the seams at this point. Mm. I, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, you can't even put up a five dollar sign. You got a friggin' problem. Mm-hmm. It's costing me seventy dollars for four friggin' hamburgers, mm-hmm. and you can't make a friggin' five dollar sign to put at the Polynesian bus stop. I'm talking <laughs> about one friggin' sign, yeah, man. Yeah, that's the truth. Hell, right look, there. look here. Charge me seventy five. Dollars for my business. <laughs> and I'll buy the sign. Five dollars for the sign. That's right. Because I don't want anybody to go through what I went through. And, and I'm an experienced person, and I was pissed at myself that I forgot that there wasn't an Epcot bus. But oh, wow. beyond that, I mean, well, I mean, you remember when we went in November? Eh. We didn't know that you couldn't go from where were we at? And we had to go over to Beach Club. Oh, um, from MGM, oh, yeah, we had to MGM jump to the, the Epcot. Yeah, yeah, we kept yeah. the boat, and we know what we're doing, somewhat. <laughs> but he's not kidding. Like he's talking about the employee, the, the the Disney security guys that were rude to him. I kid you not. Waiting in the line, I'm at least in. I'm not mad now because I knew what I was coming out against because they warned me. Mm. And plus, my wife and my child are back at the room. Like, yeah, if I'm you sitting there about them. Yeah, if yeah. I'm sitting there with my child, my child's bored for an hour, and I've got like. 20% battery life on my phone, I'm not a happy dude. Behind me was that guy. <laughs> oh, oh. He had three kids, his wife, and he was not a happy dude. This boat captain comes off of another ship, and he's, he's walking down the ramp, and this guy stops him, and he says, Hey, you're a boat captain, right? And, he's, and the guy goes, Yeah, I am. Where's your goddamn boat? <laughs> 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 it got hijacked. I'm Captain Phillips. And the what guy says, sir, they bring me here. I wait for the boat. The boat's going to come. Well, when is it going to get here? <laughs> oh. How much money do I have to pay a night? And I can't even get on the monorail. Oh, and at wow. this point in time, people are snickering around him. And the guy's like, look, sir, you know, it's always been like that. The monorail shuts down at 12. And he's saying it. And he's being about as sincerely insincere as you can be. <laughs> like, like, sir, it's always been the way that the monorail shuts down at 12 but you're on vacation it's disney we're enjoy all- your wait yeah, see, see, see. Yeah. we're having fun i'm having fun you know it's cool and the Have guy a disney day looks at him with no smile on his face and says i'm not having fun <laughs> <laughs> well look i i just have to i just have to say something right here and this this is this is not to our listeners this is to disney Heaven forbid, after everything that happened in Orlando that weekend, right? That, mm-hmm. that made us realize that as bad as our vacations were, we were still pretty lucky. Uh-huh. Um, what, if somebody, what if somebody did come there with a bomb or some crap, mm-hmm. and you're trying to get out of there, and the only option you have is a 15-person boat? I mean, how many women do I have to beat the shit out of to get on this 
boat. You know what I mean? <laughs> Two things real quick is one, it is ridiculous when you're paying a premium. You're paying about close to six hundred dollars a night. Yeah, that's just unacceptable. I mean, at the very least, say, listen, you got a bus stop. Your bus number one, go. And two, kind of like you said before, and this is kind of where afterwards when we realized, you know, what had happened with the shooting and and the alligator incident and stuff like that, we were like, man, do we seem petty complaining about this kind of stuff? And we were talking about it at dinner and I was like, no, we're not being petty complaining about this stuff. It's important for other people to know. Well, not just that it's important to know, but... The standard shouldn't be, hey, at least your child made it home alive. (laughs) My child made it home safely. That should not be the benchmark of a good Disney vacation. You know what's crazy, though, is at the beginning of the two stories that you've told so far, your wife and daughter did not go. They were smart enough, yes. They, they, they must knew have had bail. some instinct that said, yeah, we're not. It's some women's something, intuition. Yeah, something's breaking down. Well, you know we're not who the diehards are, or idiots, either way. <laughs> <laughs> it's us, so. We're, we're, we are the guys who will go down with the Disney ship. I yeah, mean, but you know the thing that Even I if hear, it only holds 15 people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the fact that you ask somebody and they say they don't know, I, I get that. But at least they can say, let me find someone else for you who's higher that's, up yeah. on the food chain that's than I am. That's typical customer service Absolutely. right there. That's- we could have moved more people mm-hmm. with the crew from Swamp People. I guarantee you, <laughs> Swamp- Tro- Troy Landry could have moved more f- people out in that gator boat a lot quicker than that f- sandpan piece of sh- By the way, we're making it sound like there was a boat from the Grand Floridian to the Magic Kingdom and back. That right. would be incorrect. Yeah. We okay. were sharing a boat with the Polynesian. Wow, yeah. So both hotels... We're being funneled into this little boat launch. All of that, all these crazy stories all just evolve around the fact that there's terrible communication. I mean, it's sad to say that, you know, maybe the waiter doesn't know everything about right, transportation. Right. But when, when the, the cops that work the gates don't know the transportation and then give you a bunch of shit that you don't know. And I'm like, well, you put your life in their hands pretty much. Yeah. And, you know? and so they don't know shit. And then when they have <laughs> options to to alert all of us that don't know <laughs> to what's going on, right? You know that three dollar laminated sign is is a little bit steep. Now you went down on your price. You said five well, before. No, well, I know, but because I'm trying to talk them into spending the money on something. <laughs> <laughs> now the majority of the time that I've been there, besides this one, the personnel, the people working, were always very friendly. I never had an issue yeah. like I did this time with the cops. No. Never. I mean, everybody was always friendly. Everybody would, well, they couldn't do enough to help you. I don't know if Disney's <laughs> off their employees and their morale <laughs> sucks. Well, they certainly aren't paying them well. <laughs> that is definitely one of the main things that's changed. Well, you know, you would think, like, at the very least, they would have, like, a three-digit number that you go ahead and you go on your Disney phone and dial and say, excuse me, I've got three people here. They want to know whether or not the monorail's running after 10. Like an Is information yeah, service. Exactly. Yes, an information true. service that, that cast members can dial when they are confronted with a question that they don't know and there's a dispatcher or whoever yeah. that can go ahead and give them the information that they need. You would at least think that you'd have that. Not even just the the personnel that I ran into. We were talking about it just in general. Like, How many people wished you a magical day while you were there? I think maybe the person who checked us in and that was about it. I don't know that anybody else did. And, and to be quite honest with you, I don't know that any way. There was one waiter who called himself Uncle Dave. And, man, he was in full show mode and he was having fun. Yeah. And it was great. And he was at the Polynesian for breakfast. and It was wonderful. Everybody else either fell into the category of they were nice, but they were new and didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. Or they were there for a while and they had, it was like they were in Nam. They had the stare. Oh, they wow. looked at you as you Thousand talked. Thousand yard like, stare. Yeah, have a Disney day. <laughs> yeah, right. That as they there. flip you off. Yeah. That's, that's the stench of new management right there. That's well, usually that's, what I what I hear. You could, got PTSD. They got DTSD. Exactly. PTSD. <laughs> we there were a couple times we heard cast members arguing with one another. Really? Oh, it, wow. It, it had gotten that bad over there. I mean, show. they had an argument that erupted in our hallway, wasn't it? With the between the cleaning ladies, oh, yeah. the cleaning ladies, yeah. yeah. Oh. oh my god, you get that curtain. No, <laughs> I did the carpet. No, you get the curtain. No, but, man, that's your turn, man. I'll do that on Mondays, man. Okay, man. 
That's well, terrible. I'm jumping too far ahead. <laughs> we okay. have too much fun at this bit. I'm sorry. Yeah. So no, we covered the first day. We covered yes. the last day in terms of transportation. We got oh. the bookends. We got the I'm going to let Aaron cover the main transportation. Yeah. Okay. So Aaron, I'm going to run, run through six days in hell real quick. Okay. So let's, six was days that, was that the name in of, hell. Is that the name of your trip? Actually, no. My the the trip is actually entitled a magical disaster. <laughs> <laughs> We've touched on so many of these things, but there's four main reasons why my trip was a freaking disaster. I feel like I need a PowerPoint presentation with this. Well, I just want you to log these into your brain for Uh, your next trip. Okay. Number one. Number one. (laughs) Transportation. Yes. It's like Family Feud. Yeah. Uh, Top five answers on the board. board. All right. All right. So we got three left. Transportation was number one. All right. There's three more. Lee. Go ahead, Lee. Give me a guess, a buddy. Agent. Uh, we get three strikes collectively. Counter service. No. At one Close strike. enough. We're giving it to him a technicality because it's actually just service in general. <laughs> so that's actually well, that's actually right because if counter service sucked, which at Pecos Bill it did suck. Okay. Well, Grand Floridian uh, counter service service, is service good. in general sucked, and it sucked for two reasons. The knowledge wasn't there. Nobody knew shit. Even the cops didn't know shit. Oh, and then wow. Ignorance is coupled with attitude, and you know those two never work out. That's usually a quick trip to the pokey. You're going to end up in jail if you have uh, ignorance and attitude. And uh, and then we have the last two. All right, uh, Eli. <sighs> Man, um, food. No, ah, it's, it's strike it, it, one. That, ah. it, this is this. Uh, I'm going to give Kev a hint. This is uh, he the one I've hit. He got a guess. About. Well, I'm not going to tell him anything other than. I've said this one a number of times, and See, it, it us off. And I thought Eli was right because I, the food was one of my main my main complaints yeah, as well. I was, I was gonna say if anything was eating, but hey, hey, look, I you know. Well, these these, these are only the top four. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Careful. Kevin. Let's see. You said transportation. You said service. Yes. Um, Those were the two biggies. What's the one thing that could have prevented a lot of this from happening? <laughs> a travel agent? <laughs> no, 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 he's trying no. to help you. Lee, Lee was one of the bright spots. We, we were talking about our positives, right? Uh, no, no. Oh, oh, oh. It, it, yeah, so my magic my, uh, experience, the app. Actually. My Disney I, experience? Well, so the fast no. Actually, last, last guess is for D-Man over right. here. What you got? Signage. Oh, God. Einstein. Yeah, um, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Dang. Definitely signage. Signage, yes. And um Lord knows that that got blown up even more with what happened to a little boy. Mm-hmm. And I mean when you don't have signs that say at a place that you spend in primo bucks like the Polynesian, like Here's where the buses go. Here are our buses. Here are your other options. Yes. We do not have buses to these places. But yet, if you go to Grand Floridian, they have nice digital, you know, widescreens that tell you these things. And you can figure it out on your own. Wrong. No, 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 no. (laughs) This is the other interesting thing. Because you're right, but you're wrong. Because... I swear to God, you're going to think I'm making this up, but this is absolutely 100% true. Aaron is right. It was the coolest thing. Like, for the first couple of days, even before they got there, transportation just worked great. And this was before the monorail got hit by lightning. Mm-hmm. We went down to the Grand Floridian bus stop, and I swear it was the coolest thing in the world. There was a TV there, and they said when the next bus was arriving for each and everything. So Epcot, bus was coming at 250. Each one at a time. Each nice. one told yeah. you. And so you knew. I swear to God. The day after they arrived, they took down the TVs with the signs on it over wow. at the Grand Floridian. They took down the actual TV. The actual TV. No. They didn't just no. turn it off. I swear to you. We went down to go. It was back up by the end of the week. Was it? <laughs> yeah. Because that's part of my story. But look, Murphy's Law with this trip I took, mm-hmm. the the. TV probably got struck by lightning. <laughs> they had to, had to fix it. And so it was gone for a day when you were there. And then they had a new one in there when we came there. But uh, this one harkens back to that incredible employee knowledge issue. So anyway. Well, can I just throw this out there just for conversation? Do you think that it's possible that because Disney thinks that their customer service is so good, that their customer knowledge is so good that they don't quote unquote need these signs, and then thus, as that part has started to slip, thus the more of the need for the signage. And, 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 you know, I mean, I would personally rather have the customer service side and the knowledge side than the signs. Yeah. You know, if I'm, it shouldn't be self-service. Right. It should be, you know, full service. Yeah, and not yeah, for if, five grand. It, it, right. No. <laughs> 
if if the if the uh, knowledge was there yeah. when you asked the questions, it would have probably eliminated ninety ninety five percent of the issues. Yeah. We asked questions a lot, mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. got absolutely the wrong answer so many times. Yeah. That was what made the trip friggin' miserable. And I can uh, understand. And, I, and I, that's I, yeah. what made me get that I didn't have signage mm-hmm. because I'm like, well, if they don't friggin' know, just post it. I don't need to ask this jack. I can read. So back to the uh, family feud, the uh, magical disaster was composed of transportation issues, Mm -hmm. service issues, signage issues, and the last thing was just Murphy's Law. Yeah. So, and Murphy's Law. Who just saw that one coming? Yeah, he's a. Hey guys, this is Danny, and I hope everyone out there is enjoying our pain, but we gotta cut the discussion short here, just for the moment, Uh, but fear not, fear not, we will be bringing you part two of this trip report this coming Thursday. That's right guys, for the first time ever, you're going to be getting two shows in a row. So I hope everybody out there enjoys it. Um, Some of you might be thinking to yourself, you guys didn't sound like you enjoyed that trip all that much. And look, we had a lot to drink that night. We talked about a lot of things. And granted, all that stuff did happen. But I I want you to understand, we're talking about the company here and what we think they could have done to make our experience better. As far as the product goes, we grew up on Disney. We love Disney. We were just commiserating. Yes, the discussion got a little profane, but I'm going to blame it on the alcohol. Uh, So if you enjoyed that, stick around for part two. I think it only gets funnier. If you didn't enjoy that, then you're really going to want to steer clear of part two. Um, So I'm going to close this out by going ahead and talking about a couple of my brothers that aren't here right now. Lee Lastavica, fellas. Lee was a really big positive for us on this trip. Of all the things that we had to do with all the different family members coming in at different points in time, we couldn't have done that all without Lee. We needed somebody to go ahead and plot that for us. And the place that we got at the Grand Floridian, you couldn't have asked for a better room, a better view, a better location. Guys, if you would like to reach out to Lee, and I'd highly suggest you do, you can reach him at Lee at MagicOurWay.com. You can find him on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Lastavica Travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A Travel. Or you can call them on our special line, the Moeekin line, 413-DIZ-TRIP. That's DIZ with a Z. Or 413-349-8747. Eli Ivory. Guys, you can find Eli at www.ivorycomics.com. And as always, you can order Project Asia right there. The website is working. And you can also check out a sneak preview of the new book that he's working on, Savages. He's got some artwork up there. Check it out. Let him know what you guys think of it. It, it only helps as, as artists. You, you sit around, you do something like this, you spend hours, and feedback helps. So if you get a chance, go in there, check out what he's doing. You don't even have to buy anything. Just let him know you love him. Uh, Instagram, he's at eivory504, or you can reach him also on Twitter at Hancock10166. And then there's the Magic Our Way podcast, guys, and you know how to get in touch with us. Show at magicourway.com. That's the email address. Send us any questions, concerns, comments, anything. We'll read them, we'll reply, and we'll even discuss it on the show if you'd like us to. Phone number 1815MOWEEKEND. That is 1815-669-4226. Go ahead and give us a ring on there. You can leave us a voicemail. And hey, if you happen to call in while we're recording, we might actually pick up. You never know. So uh, that's how you can get in touch with us. You can also support the show by clicking on any of our affiliate links on magicourway.com, or you can also buy beignets. That's right, little button on there where you can donate a little something our way so we can have beignets when we record. There is also merchandise that you can purchase, Magic Our Way merchandise, and Kevin I know is working on new designs. I thought he would have had them up, but not quite yet. He should any day now have a brand new Magic Our Way t-shirt hitting the market. So check that out and see what's out there. And if there's nothing that you see up there that you would like, let them know. Let them know, hey, these this product sucks. I, I, I'd like to see this. I'd like to see that. And we will go about figuring out a way to make it. I promise you. Also, leave a rating on iTunes. That's a great way to support the show. Caution nothing. You don't even have to write anything. You just click the number of stars that you want to give us. I mean, 
No, five is great. We'll take four. Anything other than that and maybe find something else to do. But um, no, seriously. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this show. I promise that we will have that second part out by this Thursday. We hope you enjoy it. And if you've had any nightmare scenarios, be it customer service, whatever, while you are visiting Disney, please show at magicourway.com and let us know about it. We'd love to hear about it because part of this is praising Disney for what they do right, but also part of it is taking a company that you love so much and holding them accountable. A little tough love as we described before. So anyway, guys, this is Danny. I hope you're enjoying it. See you on Thursday. Magic out. Hi, this is Bob from the WDW Pinseed Podcast, and you're listening to Kevin, Danny, Eli, and Lee on the Magic Our Way Podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana.